and welcome to your RAF Mildenhall Protestant Parish Podcast. We pray that today's message inspires and encourages your heart. Get ready for a life-changing word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed assurance. It is a blessed assurance that Jesus belongs to us and we belong to him. Amen. 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 This morning we're coming from Psalm 20 verses 1 through 5. Psalm 20 verses 1 through 5 and I'll begin to read. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our Lord. May the God May the Lord God grant you all of your requests. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we reverence you in this place today. Triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We thank you for the bread of life that you have given us for direction, for correction, and for living in such a way that is pleasing unto you. We ask that you open our hearts to receive, our ears to hear, and our lives to change in this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So the title for this morning's sermon is, Lord, Show Us What to Want. And that title is also my prayer for you, for me, for the kingdom of God, that the Lord show us what to want. God wants us to win. God wants us victorious. God wants us to succeed. The Lord wants us to live out this life in victory. So with that in mind, life is good. Life is good. When you've got the Lord God on your side, life is Good. Not necessarily because things are good, not necessarily because circumstances line up the way you would like them to, would have them to, not necessarily because your dreams are coming true in this very moment in your life. But life is good and gets better as we get better, as we remember that God is in control and we remember to lean more closely into the God over everything, the God of our lives, who has authored our lives, who is the manufacturer of all life. As we lean into trusting that God for direction, life gets better. Not the circumstance, the circumstance may or may not change, but life gets better as we remember to lean more into the all-knowing God as we begin to walk this faith journey out a little better, that's when life starts to get better. So by exercising your trust and your faith in God, that clears your vision and your perspective to see things more from a holy side, more from the lens of the blood of Christ, more from the grace side, and that makes life different. So when life starts lifing, 
as I might say, when life starts doing what it does and things start getting a little weird and things start getting a little difficult in your life, things are not going necessarily the way that you would have planned them to go. Find comfort in the presence of the Lord, the one who makes it all better and allowing God to trust you, allowing yourself to trust in God, rather, that he can bring it to pass. He makes all things new. He will give you the desire of your heart. He will give you what to want. So Lord, help us, is my prayer today, to stay the course and allow you, trust you enough, God, to show us what to want. There is a path, there is a path for all of our lives. So no matter what you're facing, God will and can lead you and land you exactly where he wants you. And the plan that God has for you and I is not a secret. I think sometimes we, we think about what God wants and direction for our lives, and sometimes it feels like a puzzle, a mystery, a secret. It's not a secret. God wants us to know. He wants us to be in on what he is doing in our lives, how he would have it to be in our lives. But we do have to do the work to position our faith and position our trust in him to hear, to have our ear as closely as possible to the words of the Lord, to uh, the scriptures, to hearing from God for direction. But it's not a secret. God wants us to know. Psalm 16 and 11 says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So it's saying here in this Psalm of David that you will show us the path for our lives. It's not a secret. You want to reveal this to your people, Lord. And in your presence is fullness of joy. So as you are showing me, I have to be close enough to your presence for it to be revealed to me. You want to show me. And as you are showing me, there comes the joy in this life. Not as the circumstances change, but as you are showing me and as I'm in your presence, as I'm close enough to what you want, to who you are, there is the fullness of joy. And the next part tells us, I believe it's foreshadowing of, of Christ. It says, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And we know that scripture tells us that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. So that's why we can find pleasure at the right hand of the Father, because Jesus himself sits there and is cheering us on as the Lord is revealing to us this path that he has for us, giving us direction for this path showing us in his presence the fullness of joy that we have and certainty, the blessed assurance that we have that Jesus is ours. We belong in his presence. It's where we belong. Lord, show us what to want. So God wants us in his presence. There's a song that my mom used to sing growing up. It says, there is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you, his arms wide open, he'll pardon you. It is no secret what God can do. The Lord wants us in his presence, in the know of what his promises are for us. That's why he's given us the scriptures to well verse ourselves in what God would have for his children. So the path of our lives, the experience of that even is a joy. 
It's a joy to be in the presence of the Lord. When was the last time you found yourself basking in the presence of the Lord? Remember, remind yourself of what that looked like, what that felt like, the wholeness, the joy that you felt in that moment. Nothing else mattered. What a blessing it is to know the presence of the Lord and to be directed in those moments where we are finding ourselves basking in his presence. So I don't know. I don't know what you're believing God for. I don't know what your faith is up against these days, what you're pressing toward these days, what you're leaning into these days for God to show you the victory in, in your lives. We could pass the mic around and get stories upon stories of what you're believing God to do, how you want to see his victory in your life. But I want you to know that whatever God has next for you is good and you will be victorious because if you are in his will, you are in his presence, you're receiving direction from on high, you can't lose. God is victory. He is our victory. 2 Corinthians 2 and 14 talks about how being in Christ, being in God, being in this divine presence, you can't lose. It says in 2 Corinthians 2, 14, you don't have the scriptures just in my notes. Thanks be unto God who causes us always to triumph in Christ. You have the victory in Christ already. It is a given if you are what? In Christ. The Lord is always planning to lead you in victory in him. We come from victory. So we're safe to trust the plans of the one who makes us victorious in him. Lord, show us. Show us what to want. So may your desires, may your prayers, may your will find itself lining up with the will of the Lord. And may it start to make, my prayers, it start to make sense to you. It start to be revealed in such a way that even in your human condition, your cognition is able to understand some parts of what God is doing and knowing that in your, in the will of the Father, that you're okay. You're where you're supposed to be. There's a hymn that says, well, understand it by and by. We sing a few, a few hymns today. I love hymns. But there's a, a hymn that says, anybody know that hymn? We'll understand it better by and by. Okay, one. Two, oh, of course, <laughs> worship leader knows. Yeah, it's, that's old school. Um, we'll understand it better by and by. As long as you're on this journey, the Lord is going to always reveal more and more. The path of the righteous, scripture tells us in Psalms, grows brighter and brighter day by day. So it gets better. The understanding of this thing called life gets better and better as we position ourselves close enough to the author of life, to the author of the path, that it will get better and better. So in the, in the times and in, in these states of beings where we have our own plans, we have our own way of directing, we have our own way. And some of that stuff is good. But sometimes we have the question, yeah, it's good. I had a good idea. I had a good plan. But is it God? There's a difference. May we seek God's presence and desire relationship with the Lord so much that our thirst and our hunger for God's will becomes so potent that the closer we get to his presence, the more comfortable we feel, the more satisfied we feel so that the Lord can show us what to want. Hebrews 13 and 20 verses 20 through 21. Paul is writing to encourage the people um, in the faith and he's specifically talking to Jewish converts from Judaism to Christianity. And this applies to us all, of course. In verse 20, it says, 
Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. And he's saying now the God of peace, the God who gives us peace that surpasses all understanding, the same God who had the power to raise Jesus from the dead. We just celebrated Resurrection Sunday. That, that same God, verse 21, that same God, may he equip you with everything good for doing his will. May he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. That same God, that same God that had the power to raise Jesus from the dead wants to help you find the path, wants to equip you with everything good to be in God's will. So you're not doing it alone. You'd have to rest in your own humanity to figure out what God is doing. Who can do that? But we have help. We've been equipped with everything good to do God's will and work toward pleasing him. And guess what? When you mess up, God's grace is sufficient. His strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. You can't lose. Get close to his presence and allow him to reveal to you more and more, day by day, brighter and brighter, what he is doing, wants to do, his plans for you, and it's all good, and you win. You are victorious. Lord, show us what to want. I know sometimes we may think that we know what we want. We know what we should pray for. Let us remember always to open our hearts to what God is doing new, what God is doing next, and what God is doing now. So Lord, give us direction this day and every day, a holy unction on what we need to want. Story time, right? So anybody who knows me, or you may have heard me um, talk from the pulpit and say, I enjoy running. Yes, I am one of those people. Even when I hate running, there is something about running that brings me joy. There, anybody else love running? <gasps> Hi, friends. Oh, a few people. Awesome. So, okay, so you, you can relate. So I enjoy running. It's my time of meditation. It's my time with God, or one of the ways I spend time with God, uh, at the endorphins, the, um, the mental, emotional, spiritual connection that I have with, with the Lord in those moments is, feels vital. It feels vital to me. I need to do it. I run a lot, and recently I had some pain. So I went to the emergency room, and I'd been having this pain, but what do we do, runners? We keep running on it. Goes, oh, it'll, it'll be fine. You know, my leg is still there. Everything's fine. It's fine. Keep going. I re-injured it over time, of course. And I go to the doctor and, he's, and I, I run at least five days a week. And they say, well, you got this, it's causing this pain and sciatic nerve and the back pain and all this stuff here. You're going to have to take off from running for at least a month and a half. Right? Runners are clutching our pearls. We cannot not run for six weeks. That is not what, no, we don't want to do that. So in that time where I'm asked, I'm literally like this, this hurt my feelings bad. I, I'm literally asking God, like, what thou sayest? <laughs> what, what, what is going on here? Why, why is this is my time with you? Like, this is, why is this happening to me? And I'm thinking, like, well, maybe perhaps the Lord wants me to spend time with him in a different way. Perhaps I need to be doing something different with my time. God, you show me what to want because I want to run. I want to run. Lord, show me what to want. That is exactly how I felt, and I cried in the doctor's office just like that when he told me I didn't want I didn't have to run. I didn't mean run. Yeah, that was not fun. So thank you for that. I love when we have babies in here because they are just like on cue helping me preach. So thank you. And then I can remember, like as a little girl, 
I remember uh, as a little girl, I had my life all planned out as a little girl. And I wanted to be, first I wanted to be a mortician. And then I wanted to be a therapist. And I carried that with me all through like my teenage years. Um, and I also wanted to be, a, I was in ministry. So I'm a church girl, I wanted to be a minister. And then somewhere along the line with me desiring that so much as a young girl and then coming into adulthood and um, going to school, it got flipped. Like, okay, I'm going to do some kind of counseling, but I'm going to have to switch it and be a minister first, be a chaplain, and do counseling kind of on the side, do that kind of work on the side. God switched it. So my desire, what I thought that I wanted, he showed me eventually just like me seeking God and to be honest, me defying God and me being miserable because I was defiant of what I wanted to do. Um, he, He showed me, the Lord showed me, but it took me seeking his presence to get there. It took me seeking God's presence for him to show me, reveal to me what to want. Anybody, uh, men, women included, you ever thought about children when you were younger, like how many children you wanted when you were younger? Anybody? Yeah. I I wanted 12. Anybody else wanted to be like Mother Goose or Father Goose? The guys are like, no. (laughs) No, I did not. (laughs) But any any ladies wanted, wanted like a whole lot of kids? No? All right. Fine. Be by myself. Um, 12. So I wanted like 12 kids. I really did. I wanted 12 kids. And then I had three and I was like, that's enough. The Lord showed me what to want. But my heart, I love kids. So that desire to love 12 children, my three little ones get just consolidated all into those, those little three. So uh, the Lord showed me, because that was a real desire. I was preparing myself. And then the Lord showed me what to want through seeking him. Amen. Did Jamal say amen? That's my husband. Okay. <laughs> amen. So the Lord will show us. He will show us. One way or another, the Lord will show us what to what. We have to be open to what he wants for us. It's good to be, and it would behoove us to be ready, positioned, waiting, wanting to hear from God on what to want. John 15 and 7. In, in this scripture, Jesus is giving the story of a familiar story, the vine and the branch, how we need to be connected to the vine Um, that being the Lord, and we are the branches, we branch out, but only as coming from being connected to the vine, being in close proximity, connected to the vine, remain connected to Jesus, and you will surely know the will of the Father. So verse seven says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now, I like this scripture because you can take that and be like, oh yeah, whatever I wish, absolutely, whatever I in my humanity wish, but that's not what we're talking about here. If you remain in me, if you remain connected to the vine and my words, my promises remain in you, if that is in your heart and out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, then you will ask with those same words that I put in you, the promises, the words that are in you, you will ask what you wish and you can only wish what's in your heart, which is my word, and it will be done to you. Ask for what you want according to God's will. Be so close to what God's promises are, so close, bless you, to what God wants from you that all you can do is ask for what he wants and it becomes your will, his will. God, show us what to want. Create a desire in us that is your desire. Lord, show us what to want and it'll be done for you. And tell, I'm telling you, read scriptures for yourself. Everything you need is in there. Everything you could ever want beyond what you could ever want is in the scripture is in God's will, is in God's word. So there's nothing that you could ask for outside of God's will that's better for you than what's in God's will. And God's just saying, hey, 
Ask for, ask for all this goodness that I got for you and you will have it. Lord, show us what to want. Psalm 20, verses one through five. And here we have our, a Psalm of David. And at this point, King David is going out into battle. And the way the Psalm reads, it is the community of Israel that are praying and declaring over him as he goes into battle. So this community of Israel, this support that King David has there declaring these words over David, King David. So verse one says, this is what the, the, the people are, are praying over David. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the, the name of God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. And then it kind of switches and they say in unison, may we shout for joy over your victory and lift up your banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant you all your requests. So think about going into battle. King David is going into battle and he's got this community of believers that are cheering him on and believing and praying for him, saying, you know what? We know that the Lord is going to give you victory. We know that he's gonna answer you when you call. We know that God is going to protect you. We know that you've got support from Zion. We know that the Lord is going to remember all of your sacrifices. We know the Lord is going to remember all of your offerings and give you the desires of your heart, which is victory. You wanna come back victorious. And we're gonna be able to come back and we're gonna be able to wave a banner of victory over your victory, David because we know and we trust in the God who you are after with your own heart. We know, David, that you're going to win in this. And so I want to turn this scripture inwardly, see yourself in this scripture. So as David was going out to fight a battle, you sitting in these seats are fighting a battle. We don't know what the battle is, you do. God does. You're fighting a battle. Whatever your faith is, is up against, whatever you are up against right now in your life, you are going out every day and you are fighting a battle. Imagine that, because this is the truth of the matter, there is a heavenly host cheering you on, singing songs over you. And most importantly, you have a savior seated at the right hand of the father praying for you as you are fighting whatever it is, whatever your battle is. You got a heavenly host rooting you on. And not just that, you've got a community of believers, whether your inner circle or this circle in here, myself included, cheering you on. You are gonna win. You are gonna be victorious. You're gonna come out on the other side and when you come and tell your testimony, we're gonna be able to wave a banner of victory. So hear these words with that in mind, the heavens cheering you on and whatever you've got going on. Hear these words. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the Lord God of Jacob protect you. Heaven is singing. Heaven is singing. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all of your sacrifices, the things that you have sacrificed, the offerings that you have given in the name of the Lord. May he remember all that you have gone through. 
Heaven is saying, may he give you the desires of your heart and make your plans succeed. Those things that you've get, been getting close to God for, to hear direction, to hear what to do, left or right, up or down, God. May he become close enough to you so that you can hear his will and your plans will succeed because they are the plans of the Lord because he's directing you. Verse five, may we shout for joy over your victory. Hallelujah. You have the victory and lift up our banners in the name of our Lord God. May the Lord God grant all of your requests. Heaven is singing that over you. When you, the closer you get, the closer you get to the presence of the Lord, the closer you push in, you lean into the truth that you are victorious. The closer you get to hear from God and position yourself to hear from God, God is wanting to direct you. God is wanting to lead you. Not in your plans, but in the plans of the Lord that become your plans. Because God is so good to you that you just got to trust him. You just got to believe that he knows best. The manufacturer of the item is the one who knows most about the item. So when we want to know what to do with the item, we go to the manufacturer. And so if we know that the manu, we've got connection through Jesus, direct connection with the manufacturer, we are able to know what direction to put our lives in. And there's a, there's a preacher that once said, it was, it's Dr. Miles Monroe. He said, uh, how many of you have ever read the manual for your car? You have? That's nice. Very good. <laughs> That's what you should do, right? Which you should, but something goes, a light comes on in the car. What, what, what do we do? I don't know. What is it light for? We got to Google it. We got to, you could just go to the manual to figure it out. Why ask a friend? Why ask Google? Why ignore it? Why try to fix it yourself and you don't know? Why pay all that money and go to the whoever to figure it out when you can get a diagnostic from the manual? You can figure it out from the manual. Go to the manual first. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. Get close to the scripture. Get close to the presence of the Lord and allow the manufacturer of the product to fix. The manufacturer of the product, the manufacturer of our lives to direct. The manufacturer of our lives to guide. Lord, show us what to want. Lord, bring us closer to you in scripture, in worship, in prayer, in community. Show us what to want. Give us a desire to seek you first. Oh, one of my favorite scriptures, but first seek ye. First, seek ye the kingdom of heaven and all other things will be added unto you. First, seek the manufacturer. First, seek the kingdom. First, seek God's will. First, seek God's way of doing things and then it'll become clearer. No, we won't have all the answers. Yes, we will make mistakes. But even when, I love that, even when we make a mistake, thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for God's grace, which is sufficient. Lord, show us what to want. So may the Lord cause us all to become victorious and be reminded that we already are victorious in him. Let us always go to the manufacturer to get the fix. Let us always seek the manufacturer for redirection or any direction. And as you live out this life, mistakes included, flaws and all, God is always ready and willing to pardon. So be encouraged today as heaven is cheering you on, waiting to wave the banner of victory, that you win, whatever that is, that like King David, we talked about, you are going into a battle of some sort, all of us are, 
a battle in our faith, a battle in trusting God, whatever the case may be, a battle in putting down something, picking something up, whatever the case may be, you have the victory. Go to the manufacturer. Let him direct you. So I'm rooting for you today. All of heaven is rooting for you today and singing Psalm 20 over you as you seek the will of the Lord. So get in position. Get in position. Press into God's presence. Press into God's word. Get your marching orders. Get your direction and your redirection. Lay down your worries. Lay down your concerns. Give them all to God. Give them to God because he cares for you. And pick up God's desires as your own. That's a hard thing to do, but God is able to help us. We got help. Don't forget you've got help. He's already equipped you with everything you need to follow his will. The Lord will give you direction and set fire to those desires. God bless you. Scripture says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. Create in me a clean heart, O God. This kind of work that we, we, we have to get, have the discipline to do all these things that the Lord wants us to do, we don't have it in our own human condition. But God knows that he is the author of human condition. He is the manufacturer of human condition. He knows what you're going through. Create in us. Help us, God. Equip us, God. Equip us with the power to do your will. And I'm going to go back to that scripture that says, he equips you with everything good. It's Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. But 21 says, he equips us with everything good for doing his will. That we may work in us. He may work in us what is pleasing to him. Our faith is what pleases God. He will work our faith even through Jesus Christ to whom be all glory forever and ever. Amen. Heaven is rooting for you. God, show us what to want and give us strength to obey. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for opening our, our minds and our hearts and our ears to hear what you're saying today and every day. God, we ask that you show us what to want. Show us how to desire what you desire let our direction come from the manufacturer of the giver of all life and not from our own way of doing things. But Lord, we want to do things how you want us to do them. So show us what to want. We believe we have the victory because you've already won us the victory. Just bring us closer to you, closer to your presence so that we can hear and the path becomes brighter and brighter. And we understand it better by and by. God, show us what to want. We believe it. We receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. We pray that you are inspired and encouraged today. Join us next week for another life-changing experience.